not adjust your television set. This is an audio podcast. It has nothing to do with your television set. Is this thing on? This is Big Green. show. My special guest is Mr. Matt Perry of Big Green. Oh, no, wait. He's not a special guest. He's part of the show, and he's an integral part of the show, just as he is an integral part of Big Green. Our very special guest today will be late of Texas, Governor Rick Perry, presidential candidate and cousin of Big Right here in our studio. Songs will be heard. Stay with us. Welcome to This Is Big Green. We've got a very interesting show for you today. You may notice that my voice is a little stressed. That's okay. I'm still here enough to talk to you. And to everyone that we have on the show. Today I'll be talking with my brother Matt. We'll be talking about one of our songs. In a segment we're calling... Below the Music. Where we explain the songs. You've heard us do this before. It's riveting. And as promised, we will also have a discussion with... Our cousin Rick Perry. So, Joe, we've got uh, a question from um, email again. Oh, another another question from yes, the audience. Yes, yes. From a vast audience. May I read it? Yes. <sighs> it says here, greeting greens. <laughs> it sounds like he's talking to vegetables. Or my favorite dish. I'm a moderately big fan. It starts out with an insult. Why only moderately big? I am insulted. And I have a question about the song Dinos. When you sing Dinos had a good time on the trolley, that was in quotes, Hmm. is that a metaphor for dinosaurs enjoying a long, successful reign during the Triassic, Jurassic, and Cretaceous periods? Or are you suggesting, as the creationists do, that dinosaurs existed simultaneously with humans in the recent past? Or simultaneously with trolleys, perhaps. Yes, with trolleys. Well, that's true, because he's not, you know... I guess it's just implied that trolleys have been around for a couple hundred years. Primitive men may have found trolleys here. May I continue? Yes. Yes, of course. (sighs) Are you suggesting, as the creationists do, that dinosaurs existed simultaneously with humans in the recent past... And greatly enjoyed, among other things, trolley rides. Thank you for taking your time. Hey, well, he thinks our time is valuable. To answer this question. Signed, M. Dooley. M. Dooley, thank you for your question. Very kind of you to respond. We we are so happy to hear from our audiences. So, so happy. So happy to hear from someone other than Shelby Foote Jr. That's right. For once. Please. Well, okay. Uh, Dinos, that's that's a song and a story. I'd have to say that was more like a metaphor, didn't you? Of course you'd say that. <laughs> now, the whole song started out with a poetry competition in our kitchen. And uh, we all got together and we were, we had a certain amount of time to write a terrific poem. And one that was started by Sister Lisa went, Dinos had a good time on the trolley. Right, so we should get uh, Lisa. That is, should get um, she should get uh, a uh, authorship credit on uh, Dinos. Anyway, so she, <laughs> yeah, sure, we'll share credit. We'll share never. Credit. Wouldn't dare. Anyway, she didn't finish the poem, and so I took it upon myself 
as I often do, to finish the work of others and turn it into a masterpiece. That's right. With a little help from his friend, me. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, like, wrote all the the music to that song. I for- completely forgot. And also, the, sty- the sky turned mean and gray. No, that was my line. <laughs> <laughs> I'd recognize one of my lines. Yes, that did... Uh, that. Well, what that line <laughs> referenced was obviously the end of the creation of the cretaceous period the end of the beginning the end of the cre- creationist no we haven't seen that yet <laughs> was the end of the beginning yes it was just the beginning of a whole new era yes the poem was um an elegiac poem describing the end of an era yeah and when it goes on to say that the <laughs> dinosaurs <laughs> When it goes on to say that their underbellies went a gush and jelly. And they died in searing pain. Yeah, well, you don't have to have metaphors anymore at that point. It becomes very real, very visceral. Although, what what could that jelly represent? The jelly could besides be the deliciousness. Well, besides the deliciousness of the dinosaurs. They'd forgotten that they were delicious. <laughs> yes, uh... The jelly could represent the congealed hopes of a generation. Indeed. <laughs> and what does yenta yenta balloon walloo mean? It seems like we figured that out at one point. It's yenta yenta walloon baloo. Oh, okay. That's completely different. Yenta, oh, yenta, I understand now. Thank you. Baloo. Yes. The dino had a friend in the rock with him. With him. With him. With him. It's like, uh, you know, it's like the... Uh, Flight of the Concords when the <laughs> guy's going, don't put me in there with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember we were, that guy. We were foreshadowing. What? What? And don't put me in there with him. <laughs> we were foreshadowing that scene. Yes. Well, Yenta Yenta Waloon Baloo was um, uh, some ancient language long lost. Yes. Again, Once again, we draw upon... Aramaic or something. I'm not sure what exactly that was. Yenta yenta waloon baloo. The dino had a friend in the rock with him. Yeah, then we had, we we kind of changed the line. We, it yeah. used to be brunta brunta maroon wakai. Yeah, and we changed <laughs> which, that to. Which was just beyond ridiculous, but. We changed it to we actually, everyone brought their rods and cones to right, see. Right, which was part of, the, of your original poem. Yes. So you kind of like reconfigured it so that it fit the poem. Yeah, it was rejiggered. So it was it was actually better that way. But then the whole tone of the the song, we we should talk about why it has, especially that the middle section. Yeah, the middle section draws on a memory that I have of being at, at, actually it was an anti-war meeting uh, just before the Gulf War. It was at a church in Utica. Kami. And, yes, a Kami. And don't let Cousin Rick know. And the organizers. Yes, don't let Cousin Rick know. No one out there tell him he will never speak to me again. <laughs> <laughs> to Cousin Smith. From Cousin Smith. Um, okay. The organizers of this rally at a church in Utica um, played this song by monks. That was. No, oh, I thought. It, a, I thought it was like a dreary kind of folk song, you know. Well, it was. A, it was. It was a folk song in form, but it was by these monks, <laughs> kind of cheerily singing about somebody's well, it, wounded body. <laughs> yeah, it was a strangely. It, it had a strangely kind of happy lilt to it because it was kind of like, uh, what could they be thinking inside the wounded bodies? <laughs> I mean, it was. You know, and it was. It, the sentiment was was wonderful. Yes, yeah, so but right. it was just the form was so inappropriate. <laughs> so that's <laughs> what we were striving in the Dino song to to resurrect that. Yeah, to kind of evoke that inappropriateness. Inappropriateness, right? So the part where it says humanitarians for six of them bones made them hustle on down <laughs> to the Natural <laughs> History Museum. <laughs> Cerebellum's thinking hard about ghoul. Yes, and, and goo is, I guess, the anatomy of a dinosaur. It's the goo that came 
bones red with goo. You know, that's the because the cerebellum <laughs> rods and codes are turning yeah. down the goo. It's good. That I, I can see you've made much more of a study of this song than even one of the main authors. It's because I remember the poem. <laughs> it wasn't the only poem written that day. No, uh, we had the other a- one was. I was so pleased with my choice for president. I was so I was so sure he would succeed. A brilliant young lawyer, woodsman, and a fool was he. But aren't we all? <laughs> no, no, you, you forgot the woodsman yeah. part. Not woodsman, but fools. <laughs> that was our poem about Abraham Lincoln, and it was never made into a song, yeah. even though we made other songs about. Abraham Lincoln. From Illinois. Mostly woods at that time. Bark-like complexion. As, as tall as, as a tree. tree. <laughs> <laughs> and then what we, a candidate. What a plate of spinach. That was what a can of beans. What a can, oh, yeah. What a can of beans. What a plate of spinach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the plate of spinach line. But I, the thing I do most certainly remember is after after you go on for a while ridiculously the end of it is mr lincoln mr lincoln yeah that right you have to say it twice right as if it's very pertinent to say it it kind of evokes the image of mr lincoln well we've wandered a bit from the dino song (laughs) (laughs) i guess enough said about dinos (laughs) no the dino song is probably I don't know. Maybe you'll agree. It's probably the most ridiculous recording we've ever made. Yeah, especially the last verse in which we have a a falsetto chorus come in. Yeah, it's the falsetto. Um, I'm trying to think of who to compare it to. Ethel Merman on some <laughs> kind of drug. <laughs> Ethel, Ethel Merman on her worst day. <laughs> on some Ethel, kind of drug. <laughs> Ethel Merman... Dug up. That kind of quality. <laughs> yes. Um, it's the most stupid song we've ever recorded. And we're going to share it with you. Yes. We're going to share that with you now. Right. Now. <laughs> Yeah. 
Okay, well, those of you who've been following politics have probably seen uh, my cousin Rick running for president, my cousin Rick from Texas, Rick Perry, one of the many Texas Perrys. Several of our cousins live in Texas, and Rick is one of them. Very proud. Very, very proud. In fact, I'd like to give him a call right now and say hello. I understand he's got a special message for us. Rick Perry. Let's see. What is his number again? Let's see. Let's see if he's home. People everywhere are raising the green flag. Oh, damn it. I made the mistake again. Let me try again. Rick, is that you? Is this cousin too? <laughs> cousin Toe? Yes, this is cousin Toe. He calls me Toe. <laughs> it's a term of endearment. <laughs> Well, cousin, how the heck are you? Well, Rick, it's very well. I'm so glad to see that you're doing so well down there in Texas. Well, what have you all been doing, you all? Well, we all up here, we've been doing all kinds of different things. Rick, what have you been doing down there? How's your... How's the boy? Oh, wait. Which cousin are you? I'm Joe. Joe Perry. Cousin Joe Perry. Oh, 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 we live in uh, Utica, Utica, New York. You know, Utica. I'm Joe's boy. Utica. Remember? Well, Joe, how the hell are you? I'm pretty well, Rick. How are you? Well, I'm fantastic, Joe. I've been doing some good work down here lately. So, what's And I've with you? been traveling around, and I've been uh, speaking to a lot of folks and shaking a lot of hands, and I've been uh, doing some debating. I hear you got a book out. I do. And I hear it's called Fit Up! That's right, because I am fit up. Huh. What are you fed up with, my friend? I am fed up with the federal government. We came so close to seceding just a few years ago, Joe, and now I'm going to take this train and I'm going to wrap it around these here United States and I'm going to make it mine. Well, you know, that's very clever of you. Fed up. I get it. Federal up. It's a play on words. Ah, very clever. Very clever. I so what, 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 what's new about this book? Well, um, last time I checked, it pretty much covers all the, the hot-button issues that um, my friends on, uh, on my side of the uh, fence here and the kind of things we all believe in. And those would include... Well, listen, Cousin Joe, I haven't actually read the book. As I'm sure you remember, what I was best known for growing up. With a little help from your friends. Yeah, well, we wouldn't call them friends. No, yes. Most of them are kind of Carl Rove types. Even though, as you know, he doesn't like me much. Yeah, hard feelings. Hard feelings, so I understand. Hard feelings, no feelings. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, Rick, it's real good to talk to you again. The I, man's a, the son of a homosexual. I mean, how do you get to be the son of a homosexual? No, I didn't know that. Yet I'm fed up with him. I'll tell you that. That's what I should have put in that book of mine. Well, when you yes. were writing, fed up! Did you... Um, well, I wasn't writing it, Joe. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, when uh, your Carl Rove character was writing, fed up! Did he um, ask you questions about what you thought about things? Well, he asked me questions, and I can't say as I understood a word that he said. Hmm. Was he saying it in a southern accent? Listen, Joe, I don't know what he said in it. I don't care what he said in it. All I know that what he said was supposed to make that Mormon 
guy go back to, to his planet, whatever, with his special magic underwear planet. Excellent. A guy from Taxachusetts. Taxachusetts. <laughs> calls himself a Reaganite. <laughs> that's something. So that's the Joe I remember. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time, Rick. Um, I understand you, you wrote a song for us. I did. And it has to do with something I understand is in my book. Okay. Why don't you play it for us? Okay, I will. It's wild, Joe. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild, Steve. It's wild. Hello, I'm Rick Perry. The death penalty was good enough for Jesus. Wouldn't you say it's good enough for prisoners of Texas? Oh, oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. little piece of music from uh, cousin Rick Perry yes we still do have some cousins and one of them is Rick Perry I'm very proud he's, very proud he's our, our southern cousin everybody has one Dr. Smith had one that's right he had a cousin made you rest because blood is thicker than water and Zachary and I are cousins Cousin. We're competing with Sesame Street. It's wild, Steve. We're it's doing, wild. We're doing a bang-up job. Yes, we certainly are. So we have Matt here again today. Matt. Matt, how are you? It seems like I'm here all the time. Matt, you seem to never leave. Don't you have a home? Yes, I do, but I never go there. How is it your home if you never go there? Because it's it's not really my home. I don't really have a home. Matt, that's Matt. the sad truth. Why are you this way? Why are you this way? <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe. Yes. What what's happening, Joe? Yes. You're, um, you're the man with the with his ear to the ground. Yes. Oh, many things happening. And here. to the grindstone. Yes, definitely to the grindstone. Like a grindstone cowboy, you well, are. Like a grindstone cowboy. Yes. Yes, I am a grindstone cowboy. Um, so how's everything in your star-spangled rodeo? <laughs> Riding out on a horse and a star-spangled rodeo. Uh, listen, Glenn's got problems now, Joe. I know, he does. He's sick. He's got Alzheimer's, okay. Oh, that's not good. No, it's not good. No, it's honestly not good. So, what's new with you, mister? Well, now that we've gotten everybody all sad about <laughs> Glenn Campbell... <laughs> now that we're all sad and lonely... What else are you going to ruin? How much more can you kill? You're going you're gonna to ruin it for Cousin Rick, I know. Yes, Rick's... Uh, cousin Rick is... Yeah, what's is going it, on with him? Is he does he back on the? It seems as though the air has gone out of our cousin. Is he back on PCPs or something? I think he might be. 
<laughs> I think his last PCBs. No, that was Hugh Carey. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, Hugh. He was going to drink a whole glass of PCBs. Yes, and perhaps Rick is drinking fracking fluid. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be surprised. That's where they do. That's where uh, fracking got it started. I think, isn't it? Judging by the way that he, um, yeah, his performances <laughs> towards the end of the night, I think whatever they're putting in the glass of his might have some fracking fluid in it. Yeah, he was. He was. Mr. Mr. Flubadub. He's Mr. Flubadub dub. Yes, he well, you know, he made he made one terrible mistake. <laughs> he showed some humanity. Oh, he did. Did you watch it? I didn't see the. No, I, I saw. I, I saw an, some kibitzing about it. I saw an so. excerpt of of where he said that uh, you know, um, immigrant illegal immigrant children should be able to go to school. Outrageous. College and that's uh, out of all the out of all the things that he said all evening and he said some pretty outrageously right wing things. Yeah, that's the thing he got criticized for. Yeah, okay, yeah. Sure. Everything else was like uh, other than the fact a, that he went a flooded. glimmer of humanity. His glimmer of humanity that was his mistake. I'm not. I'm not making this up. That is really what people criticized him for the most was the glimmer of humanity. Yeah, well... <laughs> Which was a politically driven glimmer of humanity, of course. Should we go help our cousin Joe? Should <coughs> we start working for him? I think we really do need to help our cousin Rick. What is with that guy? He looks like the biggest stuffed shirt. I mean, he, is he trying to do a Reagan impersonation? I was looking at his head and his hair and his chest. And he was like standing there. And you remember how yeah, Reagan kind of used to have this kind of stiff kind of pose? Like somebody... Yeah, well, he's got the text thing. It's kind of like he dances in place when he's sitting there. He dances in his chair, for one thing. But he also holds that. He does a he fancy dance. That's the first thing. First thing I noticed about him, and it was at a. It was at Somebody a. Somebody uh, holding up guns. For I'm those of you who me. can't see Joe, he's holding up both his hands with his index fingers pointing up like they're guns. I'm the one with the guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm all about guns. Everybody knows it. Um, yeah, he. Well, it's because I'm talking about Cousin Rick Perry. <laughs> it's like Yosemite Sam. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be president. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, he uh, he does kind of puff himself out a little bit. You know, that's that. He, he's got that kind of like. Sure, you weren't looking at Chris Christie. <laughs> insect, you know? No, he's. Taft. <laughs> taft. <laughs> He's going to pull a taft. He's going to pull a taft. Yeah, he's a, he'd pull a taft already. <laughs> well, everybody's so up his ass. I mean, it's like... <laughs> that, no yeah, wonder are we talking he's so about fat. Cousin Rick or are we talking about... I'm talking about Chris Christie. Oh, okay. Everybody's so far up his ass. No wonder he's fat. He's <laughs> like... <laughs> Sounds like he's like taking his name from a donut, donut shop or something. <laughs> yeah, he ate that part of the donut shop, Chris, too. Crispies. <laughs> Krispy Kreme. Chris yeah. <laughs> Krispy Kreme. Yeah, he's uh he's charming. Yes, he's very Well, charming. he's shown the great bravery to attack Social Security, which of course takes an enormous amount of bravery. Well, Joe, you know it really has to be reformed, Joe. Yes. But don't worry. Anybody who's currently getting their Social Security benefits or anyone who's just about to get it. They'll be fine. All benefits will be intact. That's right. It's the rest of you who are going to get screwed. <laughs> I know. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I've been paying into it for 30 years. Well, here's the interesting thing. It's a pay-as-you-go system, <laughs> It's right? like, wait a minute. It's like Rick Perry was saying it's a Ponzi scheme, and now he wants to literally make it a Ponzi scheme by not allowing the people who've been paying into it for 30-plus years to be able to collect anything. Plus, so doesn't that essentially make it a Ponzi scheme? Plus, he wants to take away the funding mechanism for the current retirees, which are current workers. So he's saying, okay, well, you know, we have to come up with a separate solution for all the current workers you know, who are below the age of 55 or something like that. But but everyone above that age, they're going to be fine, except that the way the system is set up is that their retirement is paid for by those people that he's going to take out they of the system. They are like such a money vacuum cleaner. 
They see that there is money in this. <laughs> There's money in this. I know it. <laughs> they want to suck it into their horrible schemes. <laughs> yeah, well, Cousin Rick has a little thing about money. Yeah. He likes his money. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, well, it's solvent for the next 25 years. So apparently that means, to them, that means in crisis. <laughs> they want to mine that crisis. <clears throat> That's because they've been borrowing against it for the last quarter century. So there's a lot of IOUs in there. Um, they're like T bills and T bonds, and and they're and T Paul and T Paul. We miss him. <laughs> I miss him. I miss him too. Don't you miss T Paul after he had that boss television ad that he put together? I never saw that. I, I, oh, the I, same group made an ad oh, okay, for, 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 uh, for for Cousin Perry. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say for, what's his name? The the Mormon who is not Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had a different idea. <laughs> he was the one was <laughs> was in a band called Wizard or something. Yeah. <laughs> not Gizzard. Wizard. Not gizzard. Not wizard. Not I, I was amusing myself today thinking about what the Republicans of the future will be like. And um I, I was I was thinking that the Republicans of today and the arch conservatives are kind of like arch conservatives of ten years ago to the to the tenth power. And so what will conservatives be like ten years from now? And what would uh, be the tenth power of where they are now? Oh, I don't know. Um, so I think we should run that candidate. We should really. Well, I think Tom Tomorrow did that. Oh, yeah, he had like the caveman guy stealing <laughs> my ideas. <laughs> It'll be like a caveman. He had a caveman. He literally had a caveman. <laughs> Trog. Crush them with rocks. <laughs> his name was like Og or something. And he was like, his positions were literally crush them with rocks. And was, yeah, right. He's so plain spoken. <laughs> I'd want to have a beer with him. I'd, <laughs> I'd, thinking, were they, I'd want to drink blood with It's him. like no taxes at all. I think, I think we should have a candidate that says absolutely no taxes for anyone, anyone, anyone. So it's like none. And, and just try that. And you would immediately get every vote. Because you would be, you know, yeah. But then the only the zero. The, the only way you could they, up, nobody, not one of them could beat that. The only way you can one up that is by giving people money. Just always give them money. Well, that would the that government would, will pay. That would smack of welfare, though, Joe. You'll pay negative taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. But the rich people <sighs> would would have money given to them. Yes. Hmm. I like it. And thereby get I richer. I like it. Richer and richer. And richer. We're onto something here. Who is Richard? It could be, and the name of the candidate could be Richard, Richard Rich. Richie Rich. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Richard. Chris Christie, except Rich Richie. We have a new candidate for president. His name is Richard Rich. Rich? Yeah, who wouldn't vote for Rich? Richard Van Rich. Uh, born today. Although cousin, born today. cousin Rick might not be too happy with us if we, if we field this new candidate, this new can of beans. Well, I think Cousin Rick is a little upset with me. Well, you didn't return his phone call, Joe. That's true. He wanted you to be his campaign manager. He was disappointed. Darn it. Shaw. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had a Texan. Yeah, it's been three weeks. It's like we can get him and, and we could have the rest of the country burning all the time. So, uh, well, maybe we get some kind of discount on the second one. Uh, he would be our third. You forgot about LBJ, Joe. Well, the second one in a few years. Oh, okay. You're going to qualify it. Oh, B.J. Was, was a Democrat. He didn't count. <laughs> he didn't count. <laughs> he stole Andy Mullins. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, 
I think we should probably get on to some music now. What do you say? Sounds good to me. Welcome to Computer Talk. I have a 486. He knows all about <laughs> I just bought it from the trash man. Generous, generous trash man. So, man, what's that thing holding up your guitar, man? Well, that is a belt, Joe. I left all my guitar straps here. And so I fashioned a belt strap. He's using a belt to hold up his guitar. And a minute ago, he was using his headphones as a belt. Yes, and they didn't work very well, because my pants are still very low. Yeah, I noticed they're kind of hanging low. You got this kind of Rick Perry look to you. Well, the funny thing about it is this time I actually do have a belt on. It's holding up your pants. It's a good, respectable cloth belt. Of course, I always say she'd look good at anything. <laughs> and so would I. <laughs> and it's, it's a meatless belt, Joe. I just want you to know in case you were worried. I'm very proud of you. That I, I would be wearing I myself wear a fiber belt. I was worried that you might have a meat belt. No, I wear a fiber it's belt. It's part, part of your meat suit. <laughs> I wear a meat suit like Gaga. You're all a gaga. I wear pork chips. Yeah, that's why all the dogs in town follow you. <laughs> that's why every dog in town follows. <laughs> oh, oops. Copyright. I'm sorry. Yes, please. Don't get us in trouble before we're off the ground. Oh, five notes is fair use. Yeah, probably even more than that. Possibly. Possibly. Now, now haven't, hasn't every combination of five notes been used by now well that, you know I was just thinking this the other day because um, how does anyone have the gall to right. write a new song right exactly like those notes have never been used before and I would think that like all lyrics have been used by now the same combinations of you and many many times you know words like you and you and me and, and I can't think of any other words that go into a song other than you. You. <laughs> well, there's me. Songs are heavy on pronouns, especially pop songs. Yeah. I have a hard time listening to them. They're all about me and about you. Since I changed my name to Cavendish. <laughs> Cavendish. I've That's a banana, having... Matt. <laughs> <laughs> the Cavendish is a banana. Well, that's one of many different kinds of bananas, Joe. Yes, just, I know, but that's the most popular. That's one of my favorites. You can call me Cavendish, actually, because I eat a lot of bananas. And you can call me El Dorado. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a greedy <laughs> conquistador, I might call you El Dorado. Conquistador. Isn't that so good a hairdo? Yeah, and that's what my hairdo is. <laughs> Matt wears Matt sports the conquistador this summer. It it, it goes with my headphone belt combination. <laughs> he hears with his ass. He has hairs on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> scandalous. Yes, I can't go very far without being scandalous, I'm afraid. I'm always afraid. So, Matt, what's new on your side of the porch? Oh, it's pretty ugly, Joe. It's pretty ugly. (laughs) It's kind of a contradiction in terms. Pretty meaning very. Oh, And not lovely. I always thought pretty means kind of. Well. It's pretty ugly. Well, look it up in the Urban Dictionary, Joe. I don't know. I don't know. So, yes, we've we've been having some trouble. Lots of flooding. Flooding, Joe. There's been flooding. This is upstate New York. We're experiencing flooding. There's been much flooding. We thought the flooding was gone, and then we have this recent event. Yes, another weather event. Thank God there's no global warming. No, well, you know, Joe, all those scientists were bought off by grant funding or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all that lucrative 
grant funding. <laughs> On the other side, you know, there's no incentive at all for any industry to want us to ignore the phenomenon altogether. There's no money in that. No, of course not. What could ExxonMobil possibly have to gain? That's right. The way some of these people talk, you'd think they're pulling money right out of the ground. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, that's what we got. (laughs) (laughs) We just, we just keep what we have. Now the weather's changing, Joe. (laughs) Now it started out. We had a record-breaking flood in July, and then we had a frickin' tornado. <laughs> I know. And then we had another flood, but well, that was after the earthquake. But, of course, the earthquake isn't related. Unless we start having hydrofracking, and then we could blame our earthquakes on that. Well, our cousin Pete saw three tornadoes. Yeah, they were all at my place. Would you have them over for <laughs> We had <You> tornadoes. Sh- <laughs> you should have seen the dining room after they were done. <laughs> Man, what a mess. No, it, w- it was a strange event. Very strange and squiggly. Well, I mean, it's like how many times have you heard people say, this is the worst this has been in 50 years. This is a 100-year flood. This is a 200-year flood. This is a, <laughs> this is the worst weather we've seen in our lifetime. Well, in this case, you know, the sanctuary was owned by the same people for over 100 years. And so when they say that something is an unusual event, you start thinking, hmm, wait a minute, they have a history here. I should hear, um, in, I should explain that Matt works at a nature sanctuary. Work at it, Joe! I live there! <laughs> no, I don't actually live there. No, you don't? I just spend most of my time there. Yes. Most of his waking hours. Yes, I am what is known as a naturalist. Cavendish, the naturalist. (laughs) Cavendish, the naturalist. Yes, and so those of us who collect (laughs) empirical data on the natural world can tell Steve Ducey a thing or two. (laughs) Can tell Steve Ducey that he is exactly what his last name suggests he is. (laughs) Um, A hero. Indeed. I think he's related to the great flying ace. Oh. No, I just made that up. (laughs) Sounds kind of like the name of a flying ace, perhaps. Flying ace. Steve Ducey. (laughs) Steve Ducey. Steve Ducey. Back in the days. (laughs) Crosses the channel in a two-seater plane. (laughs) (laughs) It's Chuck Sawyer. Steve Dusser. He really gives Limburger cheese a run for its money. Yeah, well, you know he'd have sympathies with Nazis. <laughs> oh, no. Just like Limburger. <laughs> no, it's a freaking cheese. What is it with these pilots? <laughs> pilots, I call them pirates. Private pilots. There was that, that magazine that John used to read called uh, Private Pilots. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was Cockpit. <laughs> we used to have a laugh at his expense. <laughs> Private's pilot. <laughs> yes. And the cockpit. We thought he was reading blue magazines. Yeah. Kind of seemed like he was. I think he was. That's about the closest he gets to pornography, I'd say. Yeah. Well, I hope so. I'd I'd hate to think that that he was in pornography. <laughs> that would be too much. Would be very cheap pornography. That's all I can <laughs> tell you. When they start adding forty-eight-year-old men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. We're chow, Matt. We're chow. I know. Somehow we got old. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if we wait a little longer, we'll get young again. It'll start to reverse. We'll have to have one of those Star Trek cures. <laughs> It'll like immediately reverse the damage that has been done Adrenaline. in the last two minutes of the show. Adrenaline, very promising research. 
But it was abandoned when her island was discovered. It not only cures you, but it also erases the scars. <laughs> I know. Well, everything we discover in this universe <laughs> seems to do that. I don't know why. <laughs> You're morphing into another character. <laughs> Could be. Could the, be. Um, I was thinking that if there was a fourth season of of the original Star Trek, that they they might have Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> He'll like be sitting over the Watergate planet or something. <laughs> Where to next, Nixon? <laughs> yes, James, it is me. <laughs> Red alert. <laughs> well, he wouldn't be captain of the ship, although he'd be a good captain gone bad. <laughs> yeah, he'd be in, like, the abandoned starship. <laughs> he'd be one of the... My crew, like, Jim. <laughs> my whole crew. <laughs> yeah, he'd be, like, trading... His, his crew for some fountain of youth. Um, um, I'm innocent. <laughs> oh, that would be him on Lost in Space. It, it'd be great him having to fight Jim Kirk at one point. <laughs> That'd be pretty hilarious. He was cast out. <laughs> yeah. He, he would make a great Captain, Captain Milhouse Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally in his wheelhouse. I mean, in his millhouse. In his millhouse. <laughs> when something is in your millhouse, it means that's the thing that makes you Nixon. <laughs> I think Agnew would have been a good Klingon. <laughs> he actually would have been a good Vulcan. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was second in command, and he kind of was, yeah. he had that tall kind of. Yeah, he could be like the, on the evil ship there, the, yeah. the alternate universe ship. Agnew could be the bearded yes. Vulcan. I'm zeroing in on those nattering nabobs of negativism. <laughs> we will incinerate that little globe. And then he's like taking bribes from the Organians. <laughs> Our journeys together have been both <laughs> successful and profitable. <laughs> Our journeys together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't remember my Agnew imitation. It's been too many years. Yeah, I know. And, and nobody's going to understand these references, Joe. I know. We're too damn old, Joe. Damn too damn old. But we were young then. We, we were, were young. We were young and proud. Well, not proud. <laughs> we were young and lame. Not proud, Joe. But we had other television comparisons that we were talking about earlier. The, yes. The Rick Perry equals yes. equals um, Monty Markham. <laughs> Who's going to understand that reference? Monty Markham. Oh, my God, we've gone too far. What have we done? <laughs> I think that computer talk is over now, Joe. Computer talk has ended. You should uh, wrap it up with a little tune here. What what is it the song we sing at the end of this this bit? It's just a foolish joke. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye. The show is turning off. Do 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 do. Oh. Yes, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Copyright. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> That's sad. That sucks. Okay. This is a song off of our album, 2,000 Years to Christmas. It's called Same Old, Same Old. That's one title, not two. Same Old, Same Old, from 2,000 Years to Christmas.
This is Big Green. I want to thank everybody for being on the show. I want to thank my brother Matt, of course, for putting in an extra effort today. I want to thank our cousin Rick Perry, governor of Texas, for showing up and for performing his newest song. Drop by our home on the web at big-green.net. Read our blog at hammermilldays.com. Find us on Facebook. Look for us in your fracking fluid. 